0: In lieu of no huddle with Todd Dodge, we get defensive with Tony Salazar. Before we get to Austin High and their high-powered offense, let's talk about your defense and the way the entire roster was able to play against Aikens last Thursday night.
1: The most important stat there tonight the I would be the zero points. Anytime you have an opportunity to keep an opponent from scoring, uh, that's a big achievement. And when a game gets a little out of hand like it did towards the end, key reserves playing in the game, that – Maybe don't get as many reps as the, the first team guys, and those guys come in and on limited reps to, to kind of execute in the fourth quarter and, and keep that uh, zero on the scoreboard uh, was a team effort on defense.
0: You always like to see the attack team guys get an opportunity to play, and you saw Braden Davis and Blake Sabraco kind of combine on a tackle behind the line of scrimmage. You look at all the work that those guys put in, then they actually get the reward of playing. What does that feel like for you as a coach?
1: That's one of the ultimate reasons why we do this is see guys like that. Guys that are dedicated to this football team and this program, and they might run attack team offense or defense majority of the week, and And, you know, most Friday nights, you know, if they get 10 reps, you know, that's a good night. And obviously when we get to take care of our business on offense and special teams and on defense, then those guys get to play. See those guys out there enjoying and flying around and having fun. That's that's why they play high school football.
0: We talk about guys like Jake Ellinger, who played a lot last year. Ben Pankinine played a lot last year. And, of course, everybody talks about David Neal. But you look at the opportunity that you guys have up front to be so menacing, to be so frustrating to the opposing offensive line and the quarterbacks. What's the main role for those guys up front?
1: First and foremost, being physical and stopping the run. And it all starts with those guys up front. You know, taking on double teams, being gap sound, uh, understanding, you know, on zone read concepts, what their different techniques require them to do—to take the running back on the zone, or take the quarterback on the pull—all that stuff—it makes it easy on the back end for the linebackers in the secondary to not be so antsy on our toes, to have to feel like we're, we're second run contained, run force. And it allows us to kind of read through play action, you know, and to try to keep the ball in front of us. So it makes the team one-dimensional when those guys are up front taking care of their business. On the back end, now our guys can kind of understand, hey, if it's third and five, they're not going to run the football on us because they can't. Now we're expecting those three-step routes and those intermediate routes. And we get more third down, you know, pass breakups or, or incomplete passes uh, to get off the field. So it all starts up front with the, with the rush by the D-line and passing situations as well. You deal with the loss against Cyfair, and and you and I have a,
0: a phone conversation where basically the tagline is, do you know anybody that can play corner? And now you've got two guys that seemingly have volunteered for the opportunity to play, moving from the offensive side of the ball when we're talking about Peyton, and obviously a guy that, that wants to have some sort of opportunity to, to play on Friday nights at Westlake, Leo Lowen. And so far, you've got interceptions from both of those guys, and Leo has two. Talk about those two new
1: additions Coming into spring football, one of our biggest question marks was corner. We were a senior-laden football team at the corner position. There's big holes to fill. There's two opportunities for guys to step up. We moved Peyton over from offense to defense, never played defense before, been a receiver for his first three years. All he does is say, coach me up. For a month in spring football, we spent our time and efforts to make sure that he understood our defensive scheme. He got better all summer in 7-on-7, and then, lo and behold, we come into fall camp and he's your starter and he's making football plays and doesn't really look like he's never played defense before. It's a testament to him uh, because he's a true chaparral teammate. The dude just unselfishly says, put me over there, coach, coach me up and let me play. His attitude is the reason where he's at, his work ethic. Leo Lowen, on the other hand, is a little bit different of a physical specimen. You know, six foot corner, which is a luxury in high school football. Very, very physical. Um, Some of our schemes where he's... Task at being a run stopper helps to have a guy like that who can tackle like a safety yet play corner. So both very talented, great kids. Uh, we're so happy they're playing well.
0: Talk about senior leadership, and you've got a captain in the defensive backfield. And I think with Drew Webster, he was surprised that he was named that fifth captain. With Drew and Doke Wilson, those are two guys that maybe not have started a whole bunch of games for Westlake, but have had the opportunity to play on special teams, have had the opportunity to get into a lot of ball games just with defensive sets and different personnel groupings. Talk about the value. that... That they have to this football team coming in with your second district game and homecoming.
1: Very very talented individuals you're talking about. Both guys kind of made their name on special teams here, and they were the first two guys on kickoff making tackles inside the, the twenty. They were on kickoff return, just very versatile athletes. Um, then we used them in certain packages, and of course they got to play some as backups, key re- key reserve guys last year. Um, now it's their time. I'm looking for great things from both of them. Uh, the thing about them is they're both physically very talented, so. You know, we can ask him to play multiple positions. Both guys can play all three safety positions. And when you don't maybe have the depth that you want based on maybe injuries or whatever it may be week to week, it makes your, you know, your tool chest uh, a lot more open when you have one guy that's a Swiss Army knife who can play five different positions or four different positions. Um, you're going to see that this week with Blake Chambers. Um, he's another guy we use in that role. Uh, you're going to see him play safety play linebacker and play defensive defensive end so we're trying to be multiple on defense like offenses are multiple
0: when you have a successful defense this is how it works not only in high school football but in college you have successful assistants they're going to get jobs elsewhere and one of the things that you lose with lee munn is is that uh, attachment to him You, you knew him in college as a player he played for your alma mater but with him moving to south lake you get an opportunity to go into your alma mater again and hire Matthew Cody. What does Matt bring to the staff?
1: You know, it brings energy, uh, emotion, and passion, which – I think sometimes with, with the older coaches, you kind of get in a rut and we're so worried about technical about technique and stance and alignment. sometimes we forget just a, it's a passionate game and to play with some energy and you can see that in his drills, he bounces from place to place, and obviously, his first hand experience I mean' you're talking about a guy that was a two time team captain, uh, you know middle linebacker on a national championship football team, a guy that uh, understands what it's like to be in those shoes to to directly go over and coach that. I think the energy and the passion he's bringing and, of course, the firsthand knowledge of assignment uh, when it comes to playing that position and coaching that position, you're going to make him a, a heck of a coach for us and for our players and being undersized because he's dealing with guys that that are technically
0: from a height standpoint a little undersized you know, you're dealing with Jake Ellinger and Ben Pankinine well Ellinger's you know obviously much bigger than he was a year ago Pankinine's about the same size those guys have gotten stronger being you know not not 6'2", 240 just under six feet and about 210-215 pounds that also being the same body type probably helps them as well
1: I think so. I think, you know, understanding what limitations maybe you have uh, by body height and knowing how to overcome those, teaching those those kids, no doubt, film study, uh, leverage uh, with pads and understanding with their alignments, um, anticipation of plays, where the next play's coming from. I think all those things, uh, he does an outstanding job with our linebackers. Um, and you'll see they're probably one of the most consistent groups we have right now in a football team.
0: You look at Austin High and obviously you go through the stat sheet you look at film and you see okay these guys have been involved in shootouts they're scoring over 46 points a game they're allowing over 35 points a game but they know the bottom line is they're never out of a game because of their big play ability what do you see from Charles Wright and Mike Rosenthal's offense this year?
1: Coach Pena the offensive coordinator has been there for a while now he does an outstanding job they do a great job of distributing the football to many different targets, and I think that's what makes them kind of harder to defend. Um, obviously, Charles Wright being a you know, first-year starter as a sophomore, Uh, outstanding talent if you didn't know his classification you would assume he was a junior or senior definitely not playing like a sophomore one of the most accurate quarterbacks we've played so far this year those things he has going for him and I think just like I said the scheme of uh, there's a running back to hand the ball to the offensive line is 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 very very talented especially on the left hand side and then you got kind of go-to receivers uh, on the left and the right and tall receivers little short scat back type receivers so their offense is very multiple and I think it spreads the ball around to their playmakers and and so far they have a rolling on offense
0: what's fun is that it actually kind of looks a lot like what Westlake does on offense, you know, with the four wide receiver base, the one back. In years past, we've seen them go with a two-back set to kind of boost the run game just a bit. They've gone with a tight end before, but this is new territory. It's working out for them. One of the differences that I see is that they're involving the tailback position in the receiving game. They're not afraid to send them out on a route or send them into the flat and really just getting their athletes in space, and that's one thing Austin High has is a lot of athletes and if you give them some space, some big things can happen.
1: Absolutely. I mean, they make you you know they kind of spread the field, and it's when the spread stuff started kind of integrating high school football, it says playing basketball on turf, and it's a lot of the same concept: spacing and trying to make one guy miss and and hopefully get a block uh, down the field with your receivers and turn a you know five yard route or a negative two yard route into an eight yard gain. And it's very taxing and gets the ball out of the quarterback's hands uh, a lot too when you start getting his back out of the backfield and limits your ability to rush uh, the quarterback or to blitz the quarterback. So they're doing some great things on offense.
0: We talked to a number of your. D- defensive players Jake is our chap of the week this week we'll be talking to him during the halftime program we always ask defensive players you know what's the thing that coach Salazar says over and over and over again and there's a little switch that that fires off in their brain and they automatically say be physical be physical get on the ball get on the ball get on the ball we talked to drew Webster he almost imitates you when he's reciting those words because if you don't do it it can be quickly lost in a 16 17 and 18 year old kid what's it like for you to finally have that you know first and second class of kids that have only done this what's the difference between when you first got here and now
1: night and day I mean you get a small taste of it when we go out to freshman practice those guys are relatively new for our system and in our program and you know there's some mental errors there's some thinking there's some complexity when they finally get it and they're on the varsity and they've played a varsity season and they've been in spring football practice and there's things Joe that we have installed three years ago, that maybe we haven't practiced but one time in the last two weeks. And that situation arises in the game, I can turn and look to these seniors, juniors, that have played for me and know the system, and we draw it up on the sideline or talk to it, just like me or you were talking. Install a new blitz that we haven't run in four weeks. We turn around and run it the next series. And that's the kind of things that make you as a coach uh, a heck of a lot better to where you can adjust on the field, on, on the sideline or in halftime, and kind of take our you know our defense to the next level. But it's also not only player buy in, but it's also player intelligence. And I think there's so much focus on
0: the physical act of football that we always talk about the mental side because for a Westlake football player, that's where the advantage is.
1: Absolutely, no doubt. I mean, these kids are highly intellectual, and we try to transfer what they learn in the classroom from these amazing st- teachers onto. The field with our amazing coaches, you know, who are also teachers. You know, having that football IQ, of course, with our varsity kids, we think their IQ is pretty high because we've coached them for the last four and a half, five years. When it's time to execute, when something new arises in a game, like you said, the adjustments. We didn't practice a formation that week, which... Every single week it happens. So opponents are trying to show us, Westlake High School, new things they've never done all year long or they've never shown on tape. And most kids, you know, at other places might get scored on that series or might give up two or three series to kind of settle down and figure out how to align a sign. And our kids have a default, a home for everything, and they just kind of channel that memory bank for where we've coached it before, or where we faced it before, and we're able to line up and play football and then adjust on the sideline and move forward. We get defensive with Tony Salazar. Thanks so much for the time, Coach, and good luck. Thank you so much.